0: This episode of the Beauty Industry Podcast is brought to you by Dermalist, the new Australian company redefining cosmeceutical skincare. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Beauty Industry, Tamara Reid. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Bute Industry. Today, my guest is Dr. Harry Weisner from Truth Origins. Dr. Harry is a family doctor in Australia, but has also worked in the UK, Europe and the United States. Before he obtained his medical degree, Harry completed a master's and PhD looking into the effects of nutrition on brain development, body weight and blood pressure. Throughout his working career as a medical doctor, university professor, and a scientist, Dr. Harry had committed his life to improving human health. Often having been asked by his patients about various supplements, he realised that the evidence for most of them was inadequate and unsatisfying. With a commitment to providing better supplements and better evidence, with his best friend he co-founded Truth Origins. Dr. Harry and I discussed the focus on plant-based products – physical and internal conditions he has seen transform with such ingredients and his ultimate love for customer service, scientific research and e-commerce, which help found truth origins. Here's Harry and I for Beauté Industry. Dr. Harry, welcome to the Beauté Industry podcast.
1: Pleasure to be here, Tamara. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Um, Dr. Harry, we start our episodes with the same question every single week by finding out how our experts entered into the professional beauty industry and I'd love to explore that with you today.
2: Well,
1: tomorrow, of course, um, a key part of beauty is maintaining and improving health. So I suppose I've been in that way part of the professional beauty industry for most of my adult life Uh, first as a scientist then as a doctor and most recently as the medical director for truth
0: right interesting scientist doctor medical director how does one go from being a scientist to a doctor and why science in the first place
2: oh
1: it's a it's a long and tortuous story in fact um the funny thing about it is that when, when I was a kid, um, people would ask me, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? I was pretty sure I wanted to be a doctor, but I guess even before that, um, I knew I didn't want to be a scientist because my dad was a scientist and I Thank saw God. what he was going through. I was absolutely adamant that wasn't for me, but, but um, you know, as fate would have it, as I got older, I started to get more interested into uh, interested in scientific research and health research, and uh, that it's just what happened. I went from doing my masters and PhD in in nutrition and neuroscience, and after doing that for a while, and I was actually reasonably successful. I realised that to really be successful and win grant funding, which is so important for research, it would help to have a medical degree. So I went back to school and juggled being a medical student and a researcher full-time at the same time. Um, so yeah, that's that's sort of the story of, of how I became a scientist and a doctor. And the... Um, uh, as for becoming medical director for Truth Origins. That's a, that's a much bigger story. Maybe, we can, maybe I can take you through that a little bit later.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like you must have a real love for education and knowledge. I mean, science and um, doctor is certainly a lot of years spent at uni.
1: 15 years, Tamara, to be exact. Um, wow. I did vow at one point never to get a full-time job. That hasn't worked out. <laughs> uh, now I have multiple full-time jobs. But, um, yeah, I did my time. I did my time at university and, and um, had a reasonable hex debt after that too.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so tell us then the story behind Truth Origins. How did that come to fruition?
1: Well, um, Tamara, when I think about it, there was an experience that I had as an eighteen year old that in some ways led me to to where I am now as the medical director for truth. I was as a kid, I was a healthy sporty uh, kid, played lots of different sports you know played badminton, played baseball, liked athletics, and then at about well, halfway through my VCE year, I started getting sick. I started you know losing weight, I had abdominal pain, and you know my parents took me to the GP or several GPS that put it down to stress and other other problems uh, but didn't really give me a diagnosis and, and I didn't improve. Actually, I got worse. And my dad, who, as I mentioned, is a, was a neuroscientist, uh, took me to a naturopath, which is probably strange for a neuroscientist. Yeah. But, but there you have it. So he took me to this naturopath. And this is one of the strangest experiences I've ever had to this day, I had the naturopath ask me a bunch of questions. Um, And then after taking this brief history, then took out this almanac of vitamins and minerals. So he took out this book, like a vitamin Bible, Hmm. and then he took out a crystal hanging from a string. Right. And he held the crystal over the book and the crystal would rotate clockwise. And then he, he sort of went through each of the vitamins and then all of a sudden the crystal would, would go counterclockwise. And he'd say, oh, you need vitamin B7. Right. And he did this through the whole book and even got dosages with the crystal and so forth. And um, I reckon my dad spent $500 on vitamins and minerals that day. And they didn't help, I got sicker. (laughs) And in fact, from that age, from 18 to the age of 40, I was actually pretty unwell. Not all the time, I mean, I was still able to work and study and and be productive, but I had a series of health issues that started with what ended up being Crohn's disease. Mm -hmm so i had inflammatory bowel disease at the age of 17 and i had 30 hospitalizations by the time i was 40 my goodness i then had so of course one of the treatments for crohn's is corticosteroids that lowers your immune system i got lymphoma when i was mid 30 mid 30s
2: mm.
1: had a coronary stent put in at 39 and a hip replacement in the same year. Wow! So to say that I had a vested interest in improving health, apart from being a doctor,
2: because <laughs> it was
1: my professional duty, um, I had more than a passing interest in in health and well-being, and of course, my PhD and masters were in nutrition, so I had expertise there and. You know, my best friend, Trent, and I had always talked about starting a business. And at the time uh, that we actually worked together, we were working for a, a large healthcare company. I was in professional services. He was more in the business development side of things. You know, we always fantasized, you know, as, as young guys do, talk about starting a business. And then Trent became unwell. He himself, I said I had lymphoma when I was 35. Trent was probably a similar age. And he had a he had actually a worse case of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma than I did. And I sort of counseled him through that. And he he made a complete recovery ah. through obviously through modern medicine, you know, chemo radiotherapy. But along the way, he he took some supplements and and other things that helped him get through and it was obvious to us that this was what we wanted to do we wanted to be involved in health we wanted to be involved in nutrition we wanted to um be accessible to everyone and, and i think today it's, a, it's much easier because of e-commerce Mm. And social media, you can act, you know, you can get to people and, and have a lot more reach. So this is, sorry, that's the long winded answer to how Truth Origins came about.
0: No, that's brilliant. Oh my goodness. It's, it's always from um, a gap or a personal story where the best businesses are born, mm. I find. And um, not only are you starting a business for the sake of starting a business, but as you said, you've got that personal relationship and you're truly passionate about it, which I think makes all the difference.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my life is uh, dominated by health. You know this it's it's my passion, it's my hobby, it's my business. <laughs> um, you know I've had I've had a good uh, you know I've had a good experience in in healthcare and you know trained in trained at the University of Melbourne and St. Vincent's um, worked with some amazing people, amazing doctors and nurses. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm absolutely passionate about it.
0: Yeah, incredible. So you and um, Trent sit down and you say, hey, look, let's actually do this. Let's actually put our money where our mouth is and make this business. What's the first thing you do? I mean, do you just go, what now? Let's Google. Or did you already have the idea, obviously, that it was going to be something nutrition, but how did you actually pull out and and get that exact idea?
1: I think fundamentally we are consumers ourselves of healthcare and nutrition. And Trent and I make no secret about the fact that we apply a different standard um, of evidence for ourselves as as consumers than we do as as say the medical director. So I will try virtually anything that is you know, reputed to be helpful in health and wellness. Um, and so we were, we were just aware of this stuff because we were health-seeking like yourself. We were health-seeking people. Mm. And we, we came across something called curcumin, which you would have heard about. At the time, everyone knew about turmeric lattes. Yes. But very few people knew about curcumin which is from the plant turmeric Mm. and this was really this was really the first ingredient that we became interested in and when i like you say google but i do the doctor version of google (laughs) um which is which is to search on the national library of medicine database in the us or pubmed as it's commonly known or look up up to date, which is sort of another doctor's resource. So it is, it's doctor's version of Google or mm-hmm. scientist's version of Google. Um, what was apparent is that this compound, curcumin, which comes from turmeric, had uh, exponentially growing body of research purporting its benefits for all manner of things related to inflammation and cancer
2: mm.
1: and there were studies that were done in test tubes and there were studies done in animals and there were studies done in humans and a lot of these were showing massively promising signs in terms of as i said diseases that are caused by dysregulated inflammation and cancer. So this was categorically going to be our first product. Now the, the issue with curcumin, this is well known is that, so if you take, if you take two tablespoons of turmeric, say in your turmeric latte, Mm. virtually none of the curcumin, which is the active compound gets into your body. It just nice. isn't, it's just not digested, it's not absorbed and you would literally have to eat tablespoons of it every day to get its benefit.
2: Mm.
1: You, you can eat tablespoons every day and you can <laughs> improve its absorption by mixing it with oil and this is, of course, what we see in curry. Mm. But the Indian people were onto this, you know, for thousands of years that in an oily dish, uh turmeric is quite well absorbed if you eat tons of it but the challenge really is to get the benefit to everyone including those that don't eat curry
2: yeah
1: and we happened across a technique that naturally improves the the bioavailability or the absorption of curcumin and this is something we're very proud of um that we take something that if you take natural turmeric and you put it on in a glass of water, it will sit on the top of the water. But ours is water soluble. It's, we show it in our, in our videos on our website and so forth. And this just massively improves the ability to, of the curcumin to get to the right place um, and do its job. So that's, so that's where we started. And then, our second, our second product, which came sort of at the same time, I mean, we, were, we, we couldn't launch with one product, mm. um, was omega-3 fatty acids. And this, of course, is what I did my master's and PhD in. I looked at the nice. effect or the role of these nutrients in brain development and eye development. And then later on went to look at their role in body weight regulation and... And body fat, um, and as you're probably aware, omega three fatty acids sort of came into vogue maybe 20 years ago. But mm. well, it's all fish oil based, and fish oil has its own problems. Um, the first is that we don't eat enough of it to make to get enough omega three fatty acids. So we you need to eat sort of three fish meals a week. I don't know anyone that eats three fish meals a week.
0: No, not many.
1: No, and, and then there's the issue of whether the oil retains its integrity on a pharmacy shelf or on a supermarket shelf. Mm. And then there's the issue of whether you eat fish or not. And, of course, you know, vegetarians and vegans don't eat fish. So this was a problem. So we found a plant-based source of omega-3, which is predominantly hemp. Mm-hmm. from hemp but other seeds as well and that's a brilliant way to you know we applied the same technology and we have a water soluble plant based omega 3 uh, preparation so and then the third product in the original lineup was vitamin c it's easy to get from plants we're on a bit of a roll as far as plant based we never set out to be we never set out to be plant based necessarily but it just so happened that yeah, you know, we discovered how good are plants, and um, we've got this technology that can make things bioavailable, and we can uh, provide products that are supported by scientific literature. Some of which I contributed to personally. So that's how we started, and and since then we've um, we've added a few products and stayed on the plant-based theme for the moment, but. Yeah, as I said, we're, we're we're really about supplements that work. You know, and this goes back to my initial story. Um, there's there's lots of people selling supplements, mm. and there's not a great deal of research to support a lot of them. We refuse to produce and sell anything that doesn't have a substantial body of research behind it so our process of product innovation always begins with that what what ingredients have substantial health benefits to them and then can we then we ask can we get them from plants and then can we make them taste good and get absorbed and and all that stuff so
0: yeah that's
1: that's that's how we do it
0: after the break dr harry shares with us industry trends specific ingredients that are proving their worth in the plant area and the growing role of internal supplementation in our clients lives but first a word from today's Bute partner community what if i were to tell you you could get incredible client results for all client concerns in just three steps and 28 days Well, if you, like many, are using this time to evaluate your business and are looking for a skincare range that offers better results, better client compliance, and an uncompromising approach to quality and ethics, then you should contact Dermalist Accounts team today to receive a complimentary three-step trial kit by just phoning or texting 0411. Eight zero seven six six five. emailing sales at dermalist.com or private message them on Instagram at dermalist. Science, conscience, beauty. Trust me, you won't look back. Head to www.dermalist to find out more. Thank you so much to the team at Dermalist for making this episode of the Beauty Industry Podcast possible. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, um, but you kind of answered my question, you know, hmm. do you ever feel conflicted between your science brain and then, you know, your kind of plant-loving and, and evidence-based brain that way? But I guess um, if you're doing all the research and you're finding the evidence behind the plant, well, then that almost kind of amalgamates that science research for need brain.
2: Totally.
1: And I think the other thing, Tara, is I'm not, I'm not an advocate necessarily of a plant only lifestyle i i'm i'm a meat eater myself i i i tried vegetarianism and and it didn't work out for me with my issues um but i think we you know we have a role in providing supplements that make a difference and everyone can take but as i said it's it's certainly not something I advocate for professionally as a doctor i don't i you know i don't advocate um, plant only lifestyle necessarily i'm happy to work with people that that do mm. um, and and as I've said to you before there's there's how I feel personally as a consumer and and what I'm prepared to say and advocate professionally. And I apply a much higher standard of evidence to the things that I recommend than what I would take myself. You know, I'll try, as I said, virtually any supplement I'll try, but to sell it, that's gotta be, that's gotta be a much higher barrier, you know, much higher hurdle. As a doctor, I'm I'm particularly interested in providing evidence-based advice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciate that because there are a lot of products there on the moment for gut health and internal beauty and supplementation. And Mm. it's just as easy these days to private label one of those brands and just put a gorgeous you know, branding on it, build a huge Instagram following, get some influences and all of a sudden you've got an overnight success. But I guess people that do that don't have the research behind there. And I guess there is also an element of ethics as well. If you don't know what you're selling, then it can be a little bit tricky to be selling that and also putting yourself as the expert, for lack of a better term, on a product that you may have just private labeled or on a product that you are just spooking for the sake of breaking in
1: i completely agree i mean it's it is a bit of a minefield i'm not having a go at at our competition i mean it's a massive industry Mm. health wellness you know supplements for beauty we're all prone you know we're all potential customers aren't we because if you're if you're interested in improving your health or beauty and both well you want to try something that's easy to take mm. and relatively in the grand scheme of things, quite cheap, you know, a dollar a day or whatever it is for a typical supplement. Um, but yeah, that's again, not my, that's not my position. I think, and I guess this is part of our, you know, unique positioning is we don't just sell everything because it's popular. Uh, we could but I've just chosen to stick to my knitting, and yeah, I've learned a lot. You know, I'm uh, getting there, and we and we are we, we're evaluating new ingredients all the time. We're we're looking at a um, immunity, obviously very topical. Um, we're looking at an immunity supporting product. We don't want to go over the top. It's not going to cure viral illness but certainly we know that there are some plant-based ingredients that have been demonstrated to shorten illness or you know reduce symptoms of illness. so we're, that's what we're looking at yeah. as our next thing.
0: I find it quite fascinating that you almost have taken the pathway of producing a product the opposite way that um, a lot of brands produce a product. So you've produced a product looking at an evidence-based ingredient from a plant Um, that actually has a proven benefit. And then you've gone, how can we get this into a product where a lot of typical brands or marketers will go, okay, what is trending? What are our clients looking for? Let's create the product. And now what is going to help them and then put that ingredient in at the very last minute. So I really appreciate that you've gone, what are the health benefits and what's the actual ingredient that we're working with before we get to the marketing and branding stage?
1: Well, thank you, um, but do let me know if you think we should change to the other, <laughs> the other way of doing things. Um, it's probably too late now. This is, um, this <laughs> is sort of the process that we've arrived upon. But it's so exciting seeing some of the research. Um, and, and I have to tell you, you know, e- every month or so, I'm having scientists, you know, full-time scientists, contact me and say, would you like to do a study in this particular condition? You know, just today, I got an email from an Australian scientist in New South Wales that wants to look at curcumin in the brain, nice. and I had, a, um, I had a, a maxillofacial surgeon contact me maybe a month ago who wants to try curcumin to treat um, something called lichen planus, which is a particularly aggravating condition of the tongue, inflammatory and hard to treat, precancerous in many cases. And I just find this brilliant, you know, because we've got a product that we know in the, in the research is in with a shot. It's not snake oil. It's in with a shot of actually doing something good in these conditions. So yeah, no, it's really exciting, really exciting times now with the with the research um, opportunities and, and what's coming out
0: yeah incredible. So with the product, obviously we're still um, promoting to clients you know healthy eating habits, healthy mm. lifestyle, and then they're taking on the products. Um, they are assisting their natural lifestyle. they're not kind of supplementing it. It's obviously not a miracle. there's no, no such thing as a miracle product. but what are the kind of benefits that people are seeing? Obviously you mentioned inflammation there, um, but when they use the products?
1: Good question. In, inflammation and pain is what we see. Because as as you say, there's a little bit of um you know, you're you you cannot there is no silver bullet, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I I've had to explain this and I've written articles about this, that this is not a sleeping tablet you know if you take if you take a hundred people that have never had a sleeping tablet and you give them a sleeping tablet a hundred of them will be snoozing in 45 minutes time right. right it is it's consistent it's predictable it's pharmacological it's understood right? and this is not curcumin <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not omega three fatty acids or vitamin c for that matter,
2: mm.
1: where the effects are not as striking and profound and instantaneous. Now, I had to explain this to my mum. You know, I said, take this. And she goes, well, wh- when will it kick in? I said, no, 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 it doesn't work that way, mum. <laughs> it, it doesn't kick in, okay? <laughs> it doesn't kick in. But here's what we find with inflammation and pain. The users of our products, myself included, take it for a while, and then, for whatever reason, forget to take it for a few days. Just go, just go off the boil, just lose the habit, whatever, mm. and then they get their symptoms back. So it's almost a reverse of the sleeping tablet effect. It's you stop taking it and you notice what it was doing. That's how mm. it's subtle. It is in many cases. Having said that, we have customers that have written in saying it's the only thing that works right. for their X, Y, Z, endometriosis, you know, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, whatever it is. These are the things we hear about um, from our customers. But what we know from the literature is that Curcumin in particular, and this is, this is our most popular product by far, curcumin in particular reduces um, dysregulated inflammation. So inflammation is a normal process. We need it to survive.
2: Mm.
1: It's, not, it's not the case that everything anti-inflammatory is good. Um, but... We know that when inflammation is not meant to be there, it's very harmful and half of the conditions that we suffer as a species are related to dysregulated inflammation and curcumin is effective in correcting that. And the other thing is it kills cancer cells. Mm. So we haven't seen, you know, I haven't had a customer contact us and say, you cured my cancer and I don't expect to and I hope I don't because... Hopefully they're getting proper medical treatment as well. Mm. But the drug companies are definitely looking at ways of making curcumin adjuvant chemotherapy agent. And we know it kills breast cancer cell lines, bowel cancer cell lines. It kills it. And so it's a matter of time before we start hearing very good things about that. So that's... That's sort of where um, that's where we hear from our customers the most is pain inflammation because they are they're tangible you know real symptoms that can be ameliorated with these supplements over time.
0: yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, you mentioned there's some pretty big Kind of diseases and disorders, would you mm. feel that or have you had any experience in um, these products and also similar ingredients for use in topical skincare um, having the same kind of effect on conditions of the skin like acne and psoriasis and dermatitis, for example?
1: So I have to tell you <clears throat> my own personal experience. I see a dermatologist every year. Um, which is basically surveillance after my um, misadventures in health myself, I am absolutely 100% convinced that curcumin, since I've been taking it, has improved my skin. Right. I think the dermatoses that I had are going or gone. It's remarkable. And, and I am not the only one to say so. Um, so definitely i can tell you that in terms of vitamin c as you know vitamin c is fundamental to connective tissue function and immune function and so without it um our skin doesn't behave as it should and also it's got a very large Uh, therapeutic window which is to say it's hard to take too much
2: Mm.
1: so it's kind of a you do the cost-benefit analysis and you say look I I think I'm better off taking vitamin c because deficiency does exist or or insufficiency does exist and we know how important it is for skin health Mm. so that that I can tell you as well so and of course, we've added. <coughs> pardon me. We've added some ingredients as well to our products, just to fortify them and add add benefits for skin. I mean, you you of course, being in the industry yourself, you would be aware that biotin is important, um, and deficiency of biotin leads to bad things with the skin, dermatitis, and and so forth. <coughs> so um, and zinc. We've added zinc as well. So we're, yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely thinking about the skin, you know, the health of the skin. And I think our products certainly, well, they, they definitely don't do harm. And if my hunch is correct and the research, and as the research supports, they're, they're doing some good.
0: Yeah. That's my long-winded... See
1: answer to that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's very exciting. I mean, we know, I mean, even just as a skin therapist, by talking to clients all day, you know, we often say, um, what are your three main meals you're having? And they'll generally say some toast in the morning or some cereal with full cream milk and, um, you know, maybe a wrap with a bit of salad and meat. And then at dinner, I'm having some carbs and some pasta and some meat, yeah. you know, so often um, Australians in particular, we are lacking in nutrients to begin with. So um, even if somebody is not really mindful of their eating habits, um, it's really nice to know that they are getting zinc and vitamin C Mm. and these other ingredients that are absolutely essential, not only for just vitality, but also for wound healing and anti-inflammatory benefits.
1: Yeah, no, you're totally right. And in my other life, I run a practice that specializes in nutrition Dietary manipulation, wellness, longevity. And it's a massive problem, isn't it?
2: Mm.
1: What people, you know, the misinformation, um, you know, we can thank the healthy food pyramid yes. for, for giving us the highest rate in the history of mankind of, you know, heart disease, cancer, metabolic disorders, inflammation, etc. so that... So yes, I, I think our supplements are going a, a little way to correcting these, but of course, we've really got to address what we eat. And if you think about, if you think about someone that's unhealthy, you know they're eating poorly, they're not exercising, they're not getting enough sun, etc., not sleeping well, and you know, just the basics, which is of course hard to get right nowadays, particularly you know work, kids, um, and so forth. Think about their skin.
2: Mm.
1: You know, it's, it just shows up. The the skin shows, uh, tells no lies, does it? I mean, if you're, if you're not healthy on the inside, you're very unlikely to have healthy skin. And if you do, if you're lucky enough to have healthy looking skin when you're actually not so healthy on the inside or doing the wrong things, that's temporary in my view. Mm. And it will catch up,
2: and yes. and
1: I'm not here to bash, you know, people that smoke or whatever. But you can you can see over time um, the effect of things like smoking on on the skin, and the same goes for too much, as you say, too much pasta at dinner. It doesn't it doesn't bode well. So it it's a comprehensive approach is what we all need, and it's the good news. Tamara, is it's not complicated. Mm. There's no mystery. It's, you've got to eat a balanced diet, not too much carbohydrate. It's probably the upside down food pyramid, if we're honest. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to not eat every now and then. You've got to sleep well and you've got to exercise. And if your diet is deficient, you should top it up and feel no shame in topping it up. You know, we didn't know uh, if I take the example of omega three fatty acids, we didn't know how important these things were until 20 or 30 years ago when the research showed just how much of this stuff is in the brain and in the eye. And then we found out that, um, mothers pass it to their children, in utero through the placenta mm. and that omega-3 fatty acids are recycled like nothing else.
2: Right. So we don't let
1: go of them. Once we get them, we we really don't want to let go. So that just tells you if I, if I explain that to you, you know they're important. You don't, you don't know how, but why would the body bother
2: mm.
1: conserving this stuff over generation over generation if it wasn't important? And then we say, and there's not much of it in the diet, and then the studies come out that show that all-cause mortality is reduced and heart disease deaths are reduced by taking a certain dose of EPA, which is one of the main omega-3 fatty acids, every day. Mm. It's good enough for me. (laughs)
0: Good <laughs> I'm wondering then, does the future of the healthcare industry excite you because these products are becoming more so readily available and we're advancing our research or does it make you nervous because as we do that as well, more and more products are coming on the market and more and more people are kind of becoming cowboys and cowgirls about them?
1: Yeah, it's it's not so much the it's not so much the suppliers I worry about. I worry more about the consumer. Mm. Because I worry about misinformation and we all know just how polarized information can be. Mm. You know, in 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 our politics and in our health and in everything now we're seeing you know, I I don't remember a time ever where i heard two completely opposite things both put forward as facts at the same time
2: yeah yeah
1: right yeah okay sure one five years after the other when better information came out but nowadays you've got opposite facts <laughs> right which both can't be true and i think this is the problem this is actually why i have a practice i yeah you know, i don't think You know, I'm super special. I just think I've got better sources of information that I can help my patients with. Mm. So it's not, um, yeah, as I said, it's the consumer that I worry about because of the risk of misinformation and because of the power of social media Mm. in spreading what's not necessarily true. Um, So that but am i excited by research well absolutely because we the volume of research is growing exponentially so we we get to understand things so much quicker now the downside as as i see it and this is i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all um, I seldom use the word suspicious, okay, mm. to, to put this in context, but I do worry about over-regulation of food. Mm. So our, our products straddle the intersection between food and pharmaceuticals. Now, we are clearly a food supplement company, but the ingredients we're using are being investigated by pharmaceutical companies. Mm. And, and if you consider that to bring a drug to market takes a billion Mm. dollars, they're not going to give up, you know, their efforts to regulate certain things. Um, I'm talking about you know, big pharmaceutical companies. And, and hey, if I was the owner of a big pharmaceutical company, I, I may take that view as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not. <clears throat> so that's one of my concerns. And we, we, we kind of see that a bit in, not sure if you're aware of um, medicinal cannabis, mm. cannabidiol, which is deregulated completely in the US, and on prescription here, the same the same exact right. compound, cannabidiol, which is non psychoactive, like so it's from cannabis but it's not doesn't make you high. Over there, it's used it's used by the public who can buy it online, over the counter, however you like. And here you need a permit. I mean, I, I can prescribe it, but I need a permit and, and the individual patient needs an individual case right. to be approved. That, that, that says something about regulation, the role of the pharmaceutical industry or the pharmacy industry. These are, these are, these are minefields for us as a small supplement company to, to navigate, but mm. so far so good
0: good brilliant well thank you so much for featuring today i don't think anybody here is going to go eat a big bowl of pasta after listening to this (laughs) i think we're all very health conscious and going to lead a health conscious day um certainly so thank you so much for bringing it to our attention and also for sharing um all of your wisdom on um internals and supplementation really appreciate it
1: oh you're most welcome it's been an absolute
0: pleasure What an incredible wealth of knowledge and insight Dr Harry shared with us on today's episode. I know that for me, I'll be turning to eat the rainbow during my next meal and even adding in some of that fabulous curcumin and vitamin C that was mentioned too. Kindly sharing with us just as we got offline, Dr. Harry and the team at Truth Origins would love you all to try the range of products that they've so specially formulated. And today you can do exactly that with our exclusive Butte Industry discount code by entering butte 20 that's B-E-A-U-T-E, and the number two zero at the checkout for 20% off your next order. You can let us know how you're enjoying the episode and the products by tagging at Origins underscore au on the gram and us, of course, at Beauté Industry. Thank you so much for your time, your ears, and listening today. Until next time, stay connected.